Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas, and today we're visiting with our friends from the city of Brainerd. We have Brainerd City Administrator Jennifer Bergman with us and David Chansky. He is the Community Development Director here in Brainerd. Folks, welcome back to Community Focus. Good to be back, Ken. Thanks for having us, Ken. We appreciate it. Yeah, and it's good to have you here. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, too. It's a balmy, what, 15 (laughs) below today. Yes, another cold day in the Lakes area, but uh, a lot of things are going on. Let's uh, maybe, Jennifer, we'll start with you. Absolutely. Uh, Last time we talked was before the end of the year, and you're working on a lot of different things. I know uh, last year we we were talking about this. The the city charter is actually a, a pretty old document that needed some updates. Get us up to speed on what's happening there. You bet. And as I've discussed previously, the there are two different kinds of cities. You have charter cities and you have statutory cities. Charter cities are created by a charter, which is the city of Brainerd. And our charter dates back to 1871. So as you can imagine, there are some rather dated things in our charter. Um, watchmen, <laughs> licensing showmen, suppressing houses of ill fame, and regulating telegraphs. Well, some of those things are rather outdated. The Charter Commission spent a lot of time in 2021 going through the charter um, and has made a lot of changes. I think one of the biggest changes that has happened in the last ordinance that was passed by the City Council was that the charter provides funding uh, to three organizations within the city of Brainerd, and this is something that is very important uh, to the city, to fund three types of things, um, programs for senior citizens, Hmm. arboretums or green space, and then also uh, events, community action kinds of things. Our charter specifically called out entities, uh, the Northland Arboretum and Brainerd Community Action. Well, the Charter Commission felt like we should really kind of cast a net, see if there are other organizations within the city that provide these services. Um, So that change did happen uh, within the charter. So at the end of February, we're going to do some requests for proposals and solicit proposals from organizations Mm. who do those types of of things for on behalf of the city of Brainerd. So just wanted to let our listener, let your listeners know to kind of stay in tune to that. If you have an organization that does those kinds of services, that the city will be soliciting proposals for that. Interesting. Yeah. And if we have uh, someone that is that does provide those services, can they find out more information on the website? They sure can. And again, I'll, I'll talk about this when I'm here next uh, next time, and, and also I'm I'm guessing that this should probably be an article in the dispatch, and, and we'll try to get the word out as best we can. Very good. All right. All right. In the meantime, uh, a lot of winter going on. There is. <laughs> and speaking of cold and winter, which is great for ice, right? If it's on uh, the skating rinks and not on the roadways. That's right. And we are talking about skating rinks, not roadways. Um, We do have three parks that have skating rinks, Gregory Bain and Memorial Parks. Uh, The city just authorized the hiring of warming house attendants, so all of our warming houses are open. Um, And all of our warming houses have loaner skates, so if you don't have a pair of skates, Come to our warming houses and check apparel. We even have the beginner skates, too. So if you're just learning how to skate, we have that available, too. That's great. Yeah. Our hours are Saturdays from noon to 8 and Sundays from 1 to 7. So 
take advantage of the the winter weather and get out there and skate. Okay, so just to clarify, then the warming houses are only open on the weekends. That's correct. Okay. Yep. But if one is, uh, I guess, not afraid of the cold weather and wants to go skate anytime, they sure can. Just the warming houses will only be open on the weekends. Yep, and come on down. All right. Um, the other winter activity kids like is sledding. Now, uh, is there a hill here that the city takes care of? There is. So a big shout out to Mayor Badeau and Councilmember O'Day and Councilmember Johnson, who have really worked hard to make improvements to Wayne, uh, Hitch Wayne Park, which is also known as the Big Sev. So the mayor purchased sleds with his contingency funds through the city. And uh, Councilmember O'Day actually built a storage shed for those sleds. So even if you don't have a sled, head out to Big Sev Park and or Hitchwain Park and go down that big hill. I've heard so many stories um, from people, you know, oh, I remember sledding down that hill 30 years ago. So it's open and ready for business. So, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Just another recreational opportunity for folks here in the in the winter. Absolutely. Again, if we're going to have to have winter, we might as well get outside and enjoy it, right? Right. Yeah. All right. So let's talk a little bit more about some other winter uh, things that uh, are maybe not as fun, and that is plowing and snow removal. Uh, let's start with the snow removal on sidewalks because I know there, there's there been an issue there. There is. So it, it is the responsibility of the property owner to shovel the sidewalk in front of their house. However, one thing that I really do want to plug, again, Mayor Badeau worked really hard. He got a grant to purchase some shovels. So if we have residents in Brainerd that need help, um, that need help shoveling those sidewalks, we do have a program that's available to them. Um, and for more information, they should just call City Hall um, and the mayor put together a bunch of volunteers, and they can go out and help those people in need um, who really need some help shoveling. But those who can, please, just a reminder, get out and shovel those sidewalks. We have a lot of people that use them. Yeah, absolutely. And as far as the snow plowing, boy, the crew has already had quite a year so far, haven't they? Yeah, it was really great. Our first snowstorm, I think, was predicted for five inches of snow. It ended up 15 to 18, depending on where you were. So our snowplow crews and street guys have really done a lot of work. And, of course, it happened right before Christmas, right? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, and they have just been amazing getting out there and taking care of the snow. I actually had the opportunity to ride along with one of our snowplow drivers. Really? And, boy, is that eye-opening. I'll bet. I have a new appreciation for what those guys do. I don't know how they don't hit mailboxes and garbage cans and cars. It is amazing the the obstacles that they have to go around to try to get our streets cleared. So anyway, just a big shout out to those guys who have done an amazing amount of work this year. All right. And I know uh, um, that uh, as we move into a brand new year, we'll also be talking about new road construction projects. Yeah. See, now, doesn't that just spring, you know, scream spring to you? Yes. Road construction, right? (laughs) So, yeah, we do. In 2022, the city will be working um, on the streets in North Brainerd. So that will be our focus. It's from Juniper on Juniper Street, from 2nd Street to 10th Street. On North 3rd, from Washington to Holly, North 6th, 
from Washington to Juniper, and then North 7th from Kingwood to Holly Street. So uh, there was a public information session that was held on December 28th. Um, Unfortunately, it was a cold, snowy night and didn't have a whole lot of people attending. But we would encourage people, if they have questions, to make sure they call City Hall. Um, Comment now and ask questions now. So uh, our street and engineering department is really kind of reaching out and trying to get comments from people. Yeah, and I know, Jennifer, we've had the opportunity to talk to Paul Sandy, the city engineer, many times, and yes. he talked about that process that, you know, the the streets in Brainerd, obviously, you have a, uh, I guess, a formula for assessing which streets are next up every year that just haven't had service in a long time, need some help, and it's based on a number of different factors, but... Uh, that's kind of how you come around to these streets uh, every year, right? Exactly. And our and Paul Sandy, our city engineer, has really done a great job of, you know, kind of making sure that we get all of our streets done and really, you know, taking it in a very methodical way yeah. so that it's spread out through uh, throughout the city. I believe there are 80 miles of city streets. So, I mean, you don't really think about that, you know, but that's a, that's a lot of roads. Yeah. And uh, thanks to winter weather like we're having today, uh, it does a lot of damage, unfortunately, on the roadways. And that's why we continually have to repair them. It sure does. Those potholes and this freezing and thawing really wreaks havoc. All right. Well, uh, in the meantime, uh, David Chansky also with us here today. David is the Community Development Director. And David, uh, last time we talked to you, I know you were also working on updates, uh, I think, to the zoning code. Absolutely, Ken. You know, we, I think I mentioned probably a little over a year ago, we commenced doing a complete review and rewrite of our zoning code back in October of 2020. And now some 14 months later, I'm pleased to say that we are definitely on the home stretch. Uh, We have about most of the new zoning code language drafted and we're reviewing that. The planning commission's meeting this month on January 19th, they're going to be presented with a draft of our new zoning map, which is really exciting because the new zoning map is really a pictorial image of the new zoning code. So we're excited to to finally be starting to unveil a draft of that. That'll then probably go before the city council in February for their review. And February is going to be a big month. We're in early. We haven't set dates for anything quite yet, but early in the month, we're going to be planning on doing a public open house opportunity from members of the public just to come in, kind of see an o- a big overview of some of the bigger changes that we're proposing to do in the in the new zoning code, what the new zoning map's going to look like. And then in likely the week of February 24th, the Planning Commission will be ho- holding a special meeting to co- conduct the formal public hearing for the new zoning code that's required for state statute. That's not another opportunity for the public to come in and give any comment that they have on the new zoning code. And then hopefully the council will be considering and adopting the new zoning code in March. So we are almost there. Well, what a process, though. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. there's a lot to consider. It hadn't been changed before you guys started to tackle this project in quite some time. Yep, so. it had been a little about 12 years since the, the zoning code had a significant change. Yeah, so this is a huge project. It's nice to see the light at the end of the tum- <laughs> tunnel, isn't it? Absolutely. I know that I just want to give kudos again to the Planning Commission, also the City Council. They've done a lot of work um, through over the last 14 months as well, reviewing things, making comments. And I think the new zoning code is going to be a, a great thing for the city of Brainerd. Okay, we'll look forward to that. And uh, like you said, there's some still some public comment opportunity to come on the new zoning code. Absolutely. All right. Um, 
we have also talked about uh, some big things happening in Brainerd as far as the new Mississippi Trailhead. There was funding provided for that. Where do we stand on that now, Dave? Yeah, so again, the city got $2.85 million from the LCCMR, which is the Legislative Citizen Commission on Minnesota Resources. Uh, that was last year. And the city council and the park board, they put together what they call a project management team. So that has members of the city council, the park board, as well as the Mississippi Riverfront Committee, who really did the brunt of the work to get make this park a reality. And honestly, without those dedicated individuals, we wouldn't be where we are right now with For this sure. park. Yeah. And so that group has been going through, has worked through um, every element of the design of that park. The city brought on um, consultants with WSB to to bring us through the site design and then the construction as well. So uh, they presented a draft plan to the park board back in December, and then we'll be looking for a final approval of the site plan from the park board during their meeting on January 25th. Uh, Once that is done, WSB will begin the actual process of developing the construction documents for the park with a goal of going out for bid in probably late March. And hopefully, if all goes well, we'll have construction starting on the site as soon as frost gets out, maybe by even by the beginning of May. Wow. And hopefully, the park will be open to the public by the end of October. Wouldn't that be something? Finally, access to the Mississippi River. It'll be wonderful. Yeah. Beautiful I, views. And you're right. There, there were, The seeds were planted for this um, a long time ago. It's taken a while. But this is really, really going to be special, isn't it? Absolutely. And again, you know, this is just a perfect example of what a group of citizens can do when they get together and they have a goal, what something can be done. Because it is really that, that riverfront committee is what made this part possible. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And, and what a uh, – it, it almost seems in hindsight uh, to be so obvious that we cherish this mighty Mississippi, one of the most famous waterways that comes right through our town, but we just hadn't done it for uh, up until now. So I'm just so excited about what this could be and what it will be. And also about the development that the Rotarians have done down a little further south from there. Right. Rotary Riverside Park. Going to have all kinds of opportunities here. Yeah, looking forward to it. All right. Um, in the meantime, uh, David, I know uh, part of your job, too, is to uh, uh, facilitate and help uh, businesses and other uh, entities that want to come to Brainerd and and start uh, manufacturing or retail or whatever the, the case may be. Talk about the economic development. Yeah, so the... The city has an Economic Development Authority, or EDA. Um, it's developed by statute. Um, the city uh, creates the EDA, but then it is a legal separate entity. Um, members are appointed to the EDA by the city council. And for many, many years, uh, the EDA does get a levy. Roughly um, for 2022, it's about $145,000 um, in tax funds that they get to do their business. Um, and for many years, the EDA had just kind of contracted with the city of Brainerd and the Brainerd Lakes Area Economic Development Corporation, or BLADEC, to do those services. And in 2021, the EDA kind of took a step back and reevaluated what it is that they want to be doing. They did some strategic planning in the spring of 2021 to kind of identify some goals. And then taking those goals, they created essentially eight buckets of services that they were looking to have done. Mm-hmm. Um, those were marketing, funding, property marketing and development, business retention recruitment, business resources, support and program development, 
river to rail representation, Main Street programming, and then they also had a miscellaneous bucket in case there was anyone else out there that thought, you know, there's something that the EDA should do that they currently aren't doing. They created what we call a request for proposals that was sent out for entities to respond to, to, to propose um, doing these services for the EDA. On January 6th, that, I should say that RFP went out in October of last year. And then on, their, on January 6th, the EDA did start did select uh, a number of entities to do those services for them. They selected Visit Brainerd to do their overall marketing, the Destination Downtown Business Coalition to do some Main Street programming, Swanson Haskamp Consulting, which I would say they're the ones also working on our zoning code right now, to do property marketing and development, and Bladeck to do conduct other various services for our businesses. Sounds like a lot of people working hard to attract businesses uh, here to the Brainerd area. It, it, for sure. I mean, not only attract businesses, but I think the other thing that's really important is to keep our businesses, Retention. to listen to our businesses, hear what it is they do and what they need. And that's really a part of the EDA's goals is to make sure we're listening to our, our existing businesses. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, um, I just hope, uh, like you say, that the uh, econ- the uh, economy remains strong and we get through this COVID and only see it get stronger. Absolutely. And I'm sure that is one of the primary goals of the EDA. <laughs> Let's keep our businesses strong. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. All right. Well, it sounds like uh, very busy as we head into a brand new year. Uh, we yeah. appreciate you coming by to talk about all the things the city is doing and keeping us abreast of those things. And we'll look forward to seeing you again next month. Thanks, Ken. We always appreciate coming here. Good to be here, Ken. Thank you. Our guests today, Jennifer Bergman. She is the Brainerd City Administrator. David Chansky is the Brainerd Community Development Director. I'm Ken Thomas, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. Our Community Focus programs can be found on our website. You can go to 1067wjjy.com. You can also listen to them on our free mobile app. That's powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.